middle of the week and we are back. Are we on? We are on. We are on live on this Wednesday. What do they call it? Hump day? Hump day. Hump day. So, welcome back to episode 118 of Lay VOTP, the voice of the people, the podcast about sense, no sense, and nonsense. Here we both have the stuff, and you can too, if and only if you have an open mind and the ability to listen. You know what? Nice. You, you know you know what the hump day reminds me of? That guy co-ad with the camel. Yeah. He's like it's hump day. Can <laughs> <laughs> say it like that. Yeah. It yeah. That's like one of those iconic ads that will never go away. Uh, were there any missed uh, missed uh, ideas that we didn't talk about yesterday? Uh, yes, we had, first you had said that the DMC is like a training rack, it's ugly, but you can't look away. Wait, 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 you gotta speak, you gotta speak, uh, more clearly, I think the computer messed up. Oh, sorry, do you hear me better now? Yeah. Okay, you said the DMC was like a train rack, it's ugly and you can't look away. Yeah, and I'll have a couple comments. Well, since we're on it, I'll have a couple comments. I think every day this week I'll have like a slight comment on it because I think it goes all this week, right? I think till Thursday. Yeah, maybe till Thursday. So you get one day off. One day off of not hearing about this crud. Don't go on a big rant though because we have a lot. To I'm not. I only have one. I only have one thing. Well, no, two things. So I have no idea why they have Bill Clinton talking. I have no idea because you know aren't they the the big uh the big champions between between ah <laughs> my voice aren't they the champions between uh, between <laughs> why am I saying that not between behind behind man I want to slap myself uh isn't that uh isn't that side of politics the ones behind the Me Too moment? Like, why are they backing up Bill Clinton, for God's sakes? And why are they? Why is he a speaker for them? Hmm. That's, that's a good question. And then also, who's even worse, is Stacey Abrams. My God, this woman needs to be in a mental institution. Oh, boy. Like, she's talking about voting fraud and she's the one who claims that she won when she lost by over 50,000 votes? Lock her up, people. Lock her up. She doesn't deserve to be on the stage. She deserves to be in a padded cell to where she could talk to herself about how she's a winner when she is a loser. Oh, God. Like, okay, uh... Wait, wait, wait. Stop. Like, um... <laughs> like Jim Carrey would say... In, I think Ace Ventura. La who the <laughs> I can't remember that. That's a good part. Oh, and then uh, I think I had a Disney checkup, right? A Disney checkup? Yeah. Um, you uh, said, scene not for sale with Cruella de Vil. Uh, word for word and not as impactful as original. Uh, I wonder if it will be better with dog. Wait, 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 you're breaking up. You're breaking up. Let me let me go after this. What? You're breaking up, so I'm gonna take over for a second. Oh, 
Okay. Okay. So a couple a couple things I missed when I was going off on 101 Dalmatians. Okay. And I'm talking about the remake here. So the fir- first of all, Anita, who has a Dal- Dalmatian, works for Cruella, knowing she has an all fur line. That just doesn't make any sense. There's no like competence with that like storyline. There would be no way that she would work for a person like that. Then, for the scenes that they do shot for shot, like the animated film, they either have to find somebody that could do it just as good or better, or try to reimagine that scene. Because that scene where she storms out of their house and is like, keep the little mongrels for yourself, or drown them, or do whatever the heck you want. And then she leaves by saying, like, you idiots, or something like that. Like, if you can't beat the original, why are you shooting it shot for shot? I have no idea why this happens. And then also, what you were talking about just before you broke out, uh, or the computer broke it up, is that nowadays we get all this CGI stuff with talking animals. Maybe they missed the boat because they were a little early with 101 Dalmatians. I think it came out mid-90s. And uh, maybe it could have been better if they talked. Because that's the one... That's one part of praising that I'll give them. Is that they actually shot it. And they saw that they had a movie where they didn't have to have them have dialogue. And and that's that's a big test. I mean, that's a big project to do. And, um... I guess the only other thing that was a little iffy is that the way that Roger and Anita meet in the original is like so cute. It's like really touching. They have chemistry. And in this remake, I think it's Jolie Richardson and Jeff Daniels. They have no chemistry. And the way they meet is so stupid. It's unbelievable. And uh, yeah, that's it for me with 101 Dalmatians. Go watch the animated version. Hey, you have another update for us later? For 101 Dalmatians or for the next... Next movie. Yeah, Sword in the Stone is coming up in like 12 minutes. Okay, should we jump into topic one? Yeah, 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 before I ramble on to something else. (laughs) Okay, so remember I said yesterday how they're blaming millennials for killing chivalry? They are. (laughs) (laughs) They're... There are 70 other things that they're blaming millennials for. And I just sent you the list. Oh, boy. So are we just ranting off this list? Yeah, and if you if you have any comments on any of them. Okay. Some of them are pretty funny. Okay, so it, am I just reading these off? Should I do it because, like, you're a little broken up today? Yeah, you do it. Okay, so I'm just going to... Go through all these. There's 60 of them, so I'm just gonna list them. Okay. Okay. Are you gonna give any commentary? Um. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Yet. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Okay. Here are things millennials have been accused of killing. Rest in peace, societal fabric. <laughs> we hardly knew ye. That was. That's not my words. That's on the website. That should go in the scroll. Okay. But that's not our words. That's not our words. I know. I'm there a scroll. Um, okay. So beer, J. Crew, department stores, motorcycles, 
diamonds, golf, which I don't know about golf. Golf is actually hitting it off now. Golf, I think, is doing better. Yeah, it is like a new social thing for but young people it, to do. But it might be closer to my heart because my brother works in golf. Aww. Um, whoa, you got some background noise manager over there. Sorry. Um, bar soap, that's kind of funny. <laughs> uh, college football, lunch, McDonald's. Hey, I just had McDonald's for lunch today. And I actually used the bar of soap. So, I don't know. <laughs> You're the exception. I don't know what they're doing. Maybe that's why COVID is around, because people aren't washing correctly. Get a bar of soap, people. Get a bar of soap. Uh, vacations, napkins. What about, what's with napkins? I wonder if, if you click it. Uh, oh, if you click it, it tells you. Oh, they're killing I, the paper napkin industry. Oh, just like they the straws? Like, they like paper towels instead. Just like the straws? Oh, and by the way, I had like a sip from a paper straw McDonald's soft drink, and it ruins the drink. It ruins it. Oh, McDonald's switched to paper? Yeah, it's ridiculous. Bring back the plastic. Could we not have one goddamn thing? Like, how about people start throwing their trash in the freaking bins? How about that? Before you go freaking complaining about straws. Okay, where was I? Okay, cars, crowdfunding, wine, wine corks. I don't know what almost means by wine corks, but the Toyota Scion. <laughs> Fabric softener, marriage, the McRap, handshakes, the Canadian tourism industry, light yogurt, gambling, hotels, relationships, marmalade, running, cereal, the anti-aging industry, Buffalo Wild Wings, focus groups, travel marketing, working, credit, trees, the American dream. Well, I'm, I'm on that with the American dream because... Uh, I don't know. They they all want free stuff. Everybody just wants free stuff and they don't want to work for it. That that pisses me off. Uh, America? Yep. I mean, that's the same thing as the American dream, so. Uh, democracy in general. Home Depot. Self-pity. The 2016 presidential election. Consumerism. Suits. Dinner dates. Movies. Sex. Gyms serendipity, loyalty programs, loyalty in general, <laughs> taking risks, patriotism, cruises, Applebee's, fashion, hangout sitcoms, the Big Mac, stilettos, romance, the 9 to 5 workday, the NFL, Gen X's retirement, the Olympics, brunch, the European Union, baby names, banks, oil, and then at the end, everything. <laughs> and then I think it says, at least we'll always have avocado toast. <laughs> yeah. I, it, oh, extensive list. Yeah, it's interesting how different generations have different mindsets, but I will say from what I know, we're going downhill. Yeah. Maybe so, there'll be like a return to the way things were in the past or something. Yeah, so let's bring it back, people. Bring it back. Just be a nice person and do what you would want to be done with you. Yes. And let's go to topic two. Hurry, hurry. We're at 12 minutes. 12 minutes. Ah, okay. Um, 
Are you a fan of David Blaine? David Blaine? Did you hear about his new stunt? Uh, he's like a magician guy, right? Yeah, so he's doing like a new... I just sent you a little clip. He's doing a new stunt for like the first time in 10 years, and it's gonna be like broadcasted live. Okay, I mean, I don't want to, I just don't want to click on it because it might have some music or something. So I'm just going to look him up. I don't know too much about him. I have seen David Copperfield, though. He pretty much does, like, impossible, like, stunts and stuff. But this one, he's going to, like, attach himself to a bunch of balloons, kind of like the movie Up. And he's just going to see, like, how high he could go and survive. And then he's going to, like pop the balloons and somehow come back to Earth. <laughs> and it's gonna like all be like streamed on YouTube so you can watch it live which would be pretty cool. Is there gonna be like some sort of net or like some sort of like moon like uh like moon bounce underneath them or something? No. Uh... No. He's gonna have to like land himself. So I don't I I get what you're saying but I don't really understand it. I don't know. It's crazy stuff, but yeah, I was watching like an interview with him today and just got my interest. David Blaine. I went to his website by accident, which doesn't really have anything. Balloon? Uh. So he's just doing like a modified uh, hot air balloon. <laughs> Yeah, he's like making his own airplane, but I don't know how high he could actually like go and survive, you know? So he wants the, he wants them all to pop and he wants to fall? He's gonna eventually like pop them when he has to come back down. Well, yeah, but I'm guessing he's gonna pop them like one at a time so that he doesn't like free fall. I don't know. He's gonna have like, um... He, he, like, trains how to skydive and everything, so... I don't know what his technique is, but... Just put it out there if you want to watch it. Hmm... When is this supposed to air? August 31st. August 31st. Wow, that's coming up! Yeah, I'm definitely gonna watch. No, uh, you're gonna have to remind me, because this is... This sounds like something that I'm not gonna really pay attention to unless somebody shoves it in my face. <laughs> okay, I'll remind you. Um, I will say though, when I went to go see David Copperfield, that was quite the experience because I, I think the cool thing about those kind of shows is that if you're like you're constantly wondering how the heck they're doing these things, I think I think if you find out the answers, it will ruin the show for you. But if they keep it, or if or if the ways um, to do their tricks are always hidden, I think that you're gonna have that mysterious, fun experience, and it's gonna stay with you forever, but I, I, I just, I hope that I never find out how he, how he did some of the stuff that he did. Yeah, magic of it. Cause I, I'll tell you one quick thing before I talk about Sword and Stone. My older brother got, so, in the audience they select people to like stand in a certain area so that you could see and uh you know it's like a wit almost like a witness to see in different 
angles or different um, areas to make sure that what they're seeing is actually there. Uh-huh. And my brother actually was moved to this spot, and I don't know exactly how it happened, but he makes like this spaceship or like alien craft like appear, and it was like over my brother's head. It just like appeared. It wasn't there, and then it was. Oh my god. And my brother, who was standing right there, has no idea what the hell happened. But that is my little thing. So if you're out in Vegas and you see David Copperfield, I highly suggest going towards it. Go That's to awesome. it. Um, and yeah, let's talk about topic three, Sword in sword in the Stone. I think that's what it's called, right? Sword in the Stone? The Sword in the Stone. And I remember watching this a lot as a kid. Um, it's They do keep the same kind of sketchy style as in 101 Dalmatians, but it's I would say it's not as stylized as 101. Uh, I think the characters are really good. The little the boy Arthur is, I think, him and Merlin are like the glue to this movie. Their chemistry together and how they're both like almost like teaching each other and experiencing life through different creatures together is like a lot of fun. So they go, Merlin transforms them into a fish first. And then squirrels, and then he gets turned into a bird. And uh, I think it's a great movie for like little kids to watch because it is, it's like focusing on viewing life and experiencing life through the different eyes of all these things. Um, and, uh, you know, they do it in such a fun way, you know? Like, it's it's like a perfect setting for Disney because, you know, Merlin is a magician, a wizard. So they have all these fun moments with, like, you know, him moving into a new area. So he basically packs up all of his furniture into, like, a little bag. And he's doing all these, like, fun little, uh, fun little magic tricks I would say like you know he has all these fun little phrases that go with them and then he goes into song and some of the some of the inanimate inanimate objects get to be really fun like I love the sugar boy it's like this sugar container and uh he just uh you know he's kind of a little ruckus kind of thing and he's he's like they're there now sugar boy I've had it with you. <laughs> uh, and yeah, no, it's super cute. Um, and it, it definitely has the heart because they get into these uh, these these characters' lives and um, it works. And, you know, it, it proves to show that, you know, if even under the most dire situations to where you'd think that you don't have a future... You know, anything could happen, and who knows? Maybe you could become a king like Arthur. Yeah, I like that. No remakes of this song? I don't think so. And and before I go, Archimedes is is an awesome sidekick character. That's the that's Merlin's owl. And the battle between Merlin and Madame Mim is awesome. If not just for that scene, go watch that movie. And this has been an episode. Sonic this. Wheat of Le VOTP.